Friendshiping is proud to be part of the Chicago Podcast Cooperative. This episode is sponsored by, wait for it, you guessed it, Cards Against Humanity. <gasps> they asked us not to read an ad. <sighs> Enjoy the show. I'm Jen. And I'm Trin. This, this is Friendshiping! And the theme this week is... Leaving behind friendships. Just dealing with the end. Saying no more. Finn. Friendship between humans has many benefits, but sometimes there is drama and you want to call it quits. Don't write nasty subtweets or punch them in the tits. View friendship at the problem. Jen, tired. No, you're not. I am. You're energetic. I am? You are. Oh, I'm tired on the inside. Put your fists in the air and get going. <laughs> so the problem is, that I, so my orange disaster cat, Yes, Dargo. He keeps me awake every morning from five in the morning until nine. And yes, I get to sleep in until nine, which is really great. But now I'm considering just changing my entire sleep schedule to match my cats. Have you asked him to maybe switch to yours? I mean, like I have tried, you know, like I try and feed him at times that makes sense. He knows what my alarm clock sounds like, first of all. What's he do at 5 a.m.? So this is my, my daily schedule. Oh, jeez. So I get home, drink some wine, go to bed. <laughs> At five o'clock in the morning, there's an orange butthole in my face. Uh huh. Uh huh. As and it's your cat. It's my cat. It's my cat. Okay, yes. got it. Orange fluffy butthole, <laughs> uh, and his stupid little front feet are mush mushing on my pillow. At five in the morning, and he's going. Purr. Wake up, mom. Are you awake? Are you awake? Are you awake? Yes, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> and he's purring so much, and like you can't be mad because it's adorable. Then at eight thirty, when my alarm goes off, is when he decides to be real cute, and he's like, "Stay in bed with me. I know you're tired, and I'm very, very cute." And he'll get his little uh, orange forehead and, and nuzzle it up on my chin, and he'll give me the little the little golden cat eyes, like, "Don't leave me." Is it possible to keep him up later, like a baby, so he sleeps in? Like, bother the shit out of him at, like, 11.45, and well, then maybe when 6 o'clock rolls around, he's still snoozing because he hasn't gotten his eight hours yet. He's a menace 24 hours a day. <laughs> I have nothing to share. I'm sorry. I have no advice. That really sucks. What I'm thinking about doing, this is real, what I'm really thinking about doing is getting a, a motion sensor thing, putting it outside my door, and hooking it up to one of those air compressors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that every time he comes by my door in the morning, just sprays him with air. And he'll run away. Yeah. He won't like that. He'll hate that. It'll yeah, be will. like you know the the air puff thing that you get done oh, to you at, I the, hate that. at the optometrist. What is that thing? It's, it gauges your blinks or something. It's the worst. But I will do that to my cat. I think yeah, it's time to reclaim your sleep sleep schedule. Yeah. From the orange disaster. He's horrible. Speaking of sleep schedules. Yes. We well, I don't know about this transition. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sleeping comes at the end of the day. Uh-huh. And what we're oh, talking about today yeah, I'm on board. are the ends of friendships. Yeah. We're not doing Star Wars, by the way. Sorry. Oh, yeah. We're not doing Star Wars because both of us were up late last night having feelings about Joe Biden because Obama did his farewell speech. Yeah, it was very emotional. So I didn't get a, wasn't really feeling up to any Star Wars. I would got into a bottle of wine and went to sleep town. So next week, hopefully, we'll do um, The Friendship Awakens. The, yeah. The story. Such a snappy title. The, yeah, isn't it? I love it. 
The Fellowship. Of, did we do the Friendship of the Ring or the Fellowship of the Friendship? I think we did the first one. Okay, cool. Well, we'll do that next week. This week is about... So, friendships end. Friendships don't always go on forever. Yeah. Lots of times. Yeah. There's lots of friendships that do go on forever, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, but, like, it's just like anything else in your life. Like, some things will stick around forever and some things won't. Just because something's temporary doesn't make it not meaningful. We are going to talk about ways to realize when a friendship is over mm-hmm. ways to cope with that uh so let's just go into this uh five part question it I is guess. a long question do you want to like split it in half like i ask like i do part of it and you do the rest what if we switch off every sentence no yes no yes. that's terrible yes all right thank you everyone put your listening ears on because this is a doozy yes <clears throat> my best friend in college no longer talks to me context he had a crisis over the summer and isolated himself he even changed his phone number and the people who cared about him eventually found out from his girlfriend who told us all that he would open up about it when he was ready he and i resumed our normal schedule of friendship for my last year of college and his crisis was never talked about i moved away for grad school and eventually noticed we weren't talking anymore i tried casual reaching out via text But his lack of response led me to drunk texting my feelings after two and a half years of this. His texted response explained that he felt like I abandoned him during his crisis, but he was open to the idea of a phone call. We scheduled a day and he would call me when available, but there has been radio silence since. I feel like I put the ball in his court and he has chosen not to play, but I miss him. This is also affecting my friendship with his girlfriend, who was also one of my best college friends, but who avoids conflict like a pro and therefore won't talk to me about it at all. How can I reopen channels of communication with my two friends long distance? Other context. We're coming on the end here. We were all friends before they started dating, and he had a huge crush on me for a long time, which was the giant elephant in the room. So first of all, the first thing that we noticed was that the friend in question multiple times Mm -hmm. has made fairly clear that they don't want to be in touch. Regardless of why that is, whether it's because they simply are not capable of keeping in touch at this time, like emotionally, um, or they just like want this friendship to be over with, uh, continuing to contact somebody after they don't respond to you, after they don't uh, email you, after they don't want to be friends with you, that's a violation of consent in many ways. It is. Ask anyone who's been on the receiving end of that, and they will not hesitate to tell you. And we're not saying that the asker is a bad person, because everybody has been uh, on both sides of this, I think. Yeah, Yeah, people violate this all the time, I want to be clear. We feel like this friend has been giving the soft no over and over again. And again, it doesn't matter why. It doesn't matter if it's just, oh, it's too painful for me and I I can't do this or I don't. It doesn't matter. I know that the asker wants a reason, but it doesn't matter what the reason is. Right. Putting myself in the asker's shoes here, they probably feel like there's been an injustice and it's unfair. And it is. It is. Your feelings are valid there because the part that really gets me is when you said they they claimed that you weren't there for them during their crisis. And I know that must bother you because you know that you feel that's not true. So you feel like there's unfinished business here with this friendship and you want to get the last word in. And that doesn't mean like you want to go fight them or argue with them, but you really want to connect and clarify. And I understand. But here's the thing. You can't. You can't. It's time to close the door. 
the question that was asked was, how do I reopen the channels of communication with my two friends? And we don't think that that's the right question to ask. I agree. Yeah. Because you've done everything right. You've already done all the things that we would tell you to do, which is casually uh, ask what's up. We wouldn't tell you to drunk text them. We wouldn't, but we would understand that it fucking happens and we've all done it. I do it all the time. Uh, <laughs> last night I was drunk and I texted my best friend of uh, 10 years over and over again with no response. And it's, uh, I said, wait a minute, why are all the memes frogs? Wow. The Kermit <laughs> sipping tea meme. The Pepe. <laughs> the here come that boy meme. They're all frogs. Why? Foul bachelor frog. Frogs. Why? Uh, and he still hasn't responded to me. And that was at 11 p.m. last night. So I like you had a moment of enlightenment <laughs> while you were. <laughs> so uh, what I'm saying is, like, we all drunk text our friends, mm-hmm. even when they don't really want it. Right. And then the next thing that you did after casually texting was you set up a day for them to call you. Uh, and he didn't call you. Right. So that would have been our next thing to tell you is to set up a date and say, this is, do you want to talk? Show up this time, blah, blah. And he didn't. It was responsible of you to try and set up a date. You did everything correct. And just like Picard says, sometimes you can do everything the right way and still fail. You didn't fail, but you did all the right things and it still didn't turn out the way that you wanted. And that, that happens. And now it's time to fin. Fin. Look, here's the thing. If you reach out again, if you throw another ball in their court, you are basically making a demand of them. And that sounds harsh, but I really, it's true. You're demanding their attention and energy and mental health. And you wouldn't want to do that to anyone, would you? You wouldn't want anyone to do that to you. You did all the right things. Please remind yourself of that. Yeah. For real. But I don't think this is worth untangling either. Trin and I noticed a couple times that you used the phrase college friends You've gotten attached to a history here with these people and all the good times you had together and the strong emotions you shared, which is understandable. And I know you can't just like copy and paste that into your life with another group of people. It's not something that you can replicate instantly with anybody else. But it is time to shut this down. It seems like you want us to tell you that it's okay to call your friend. Here are the parameters that we would give you. Here's how it's okay. Uh, That you deserve to explain yourself. This is just a misunderstanding. It's an unfairness. But it's not a misunderstanding. It's a clear signal from another person that they are, for whatever reason, not interested in being in contact. And we are not going to tell you to keep calling. We are not going to tell you to try and find another way. Your feelings are valid, but his feelings and his needs are valid, too. You might just have decided to let go. And it's not doesn't mean you did anything wrong. Doesn't mean you did anything wrong. Doesn't mean you did anything wrong. You didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> you did great. Now we're going to go over just some general steps for you and anybody who is in the process of ending a friendship, whether it was their choice or not. Uh, just some steps for you to take to uh, wrap up those loose ends and feel a little better about the way that things have turned out. Yeah, because we'll be honest, this sucks. Yeah, it does. You have shitty, sucky feelings to deal with right now because, I mean, this isn't this didn't end amicably. It didn't end in any way at all. It's just like fizzled out in a sad way. Mm-hmm. And it's OK to feel sad. Kind of treat it like a breakup. Here's where we're going to start. Try to let go of your need to explain yourself. There's a method in therapy where you write letters. Stay with me. I know this is cheesy, but it fucking works most of the time. Okay, because this is like homework. You write a letter or an email to yourself, whatever. You write a letter where you get out everything you wish you could say. This is not a public letter. Not, not in any sense. This is a letter for you. You get it all out. 
this helps trick your brain into thinking that you did get to say your piece, even though you didn't. In a way, it's like a really cathartic release. And there's another side of this, too. Okay, here's letter number two that you could write. You could also write the apologetic letter you wish you had gotten. I know it sounds weird, but give it a try. Like I read somewhere that sometimes you need to accept an apology that you never got. That's pretty bleak, but I really think this exercise could help. It's like how ghosts come back when there's unfinished business. You know how like in Casper they explained that? And then like, and then Casper finished his business and, wait, did Casper ever finish his business or did he stay a ghost? I can't remember. It's been like 25 years since I've seen that movie. So whatever, the ghost of the small child uh, that died apparently. Uh, oh, <laughs> I know, right? If you think about it that way, that the Casper is a dead child that hangs out. Oh my god! Isn't that really fucked up? This is a pretty dark and grim episode of friendship. Sorry, everybody, but here's the thing: you don't want ghosts. No, you don't. You don't want a haunted house. Hell no. Nah. You want to close off the fi- unfinished business. You want to finish it up and send those ghosts away. So that's the whole thing about writing the letters: is that we want no unfinished business. We don't want you to come back as a ghost. Yeah. Rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace. The next step, accept that there are other people in the world who are compatible with you. So what I feel like is happening is because you are holding on to this friendship, you, you are giving up on new friendships. And that's so unfair to yourself. Like there are other fish in the sea. I love what Jen said earlier about you can't copy paste your history onto somebody else. That is extremely true. Uh, but if somebody came up to you and said, I am 25 years old and I just got broken up with, I'll never find love again, I'll never love anybody this way again, you would say, uh, no, silly. Are you kidding? You have the whole rest of your life to find love. Right. For love to find you or whatever you want to do. I heard a story at NPR about somebody's 80-year-old grandmother who hooked up with a younger man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, in the retirement home, and she is very happy, okay? (laughs) If she can get laid at 85 in the retirement home by a man 35 years younger than her... So can you. So can you. (laughs) You can find a man, you know, who's 15 years from being born. And (laughs) anyway, all right, next. Jen? Okay, Sharon, I want you... This is a topic that is close to your heart. So you might want to do this one. I'll do this one. Cool. Accept that you don't need buddies from college. You don't. You don't. In your question, you repeatedly described these two friends as your friends from college, which tells me that you place a lot of value on your shared, like, very specific history. So you didn't say my friend. You didn't say uh, my buddy that I used to go to the movies with or whatever. Like, very specifically, over and over again, you said my friends from college. This is really tough. Because it feels good to have people around who knew you in another life. That that can feel amazing. And it also can seem like everybody has a group of friends from way back in the day. Whether that's friends they grew up with in elementary school, their high school buddies, or their college buddies, or et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You don't need to check all those boxes. I have made mistakes over and over again in my life trying to stay in touch with old friends from high school, college, stuff like that. I have one friend from college. And I have one friend from elementary school and I have no friends left from high school. And you want to know why? It's because if you are living correctly, that means you're growing and you're changing. Uh, And if you're changing, you're going to shed relationships or they're going to change. And it's so wonderful to keep in touch with your old friends. And I think that that's great. But it's in no way necessary. You You are a different person now than you were in college or grad school. And if that's not accurate, then you are doing something wrong. 
because you've accumulated wisdom and knowledge and perspective that may or may not mesh with your old friends, and that's okay. Boom! Boom! I have one last yeah, thing. Yeah, get it. Oh, bring it home. Well, because it's just, it means that there's a whole world of other people they could be friends with. Fuck yeah. Like, you version 2.0 can make other different You've been updated. Friends. Oh, that's beautiful. The terms of service have also changed, so make sure you check the box. You don't have to read them, though. <laughs> no, for real, like, I know it feels so special to have buddies from blank. Right. College, elementary school, preschool. My oldest friend from fourth grade, she and I tell when we introduce each other, we're like, this is my oldest friend. And it feels very special to say that. But if I had met her now, it would still be special. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't say I've just met her and she's like, <laughs> she's fine, I guess. <laughs> like like if we had the same relationship, it would still be amazing. It doesn't matter. We just throw that little parameter on there because it, it's cute but like let's face it it's not a necessary component of our friendship and we don't spend every moment reliving our fourth grade oh class god. thank fucking god oh boy yeah I, I now that i think about it like my closest friends i've met like all in the past five to seven years. i was gonna say that trend i like, feel we've like we've only known each other for five or four years Four years yeah 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 and i i think that really chucks people when we started this podcast we've only been friends for two years yeah and people are like it seems like you've seen known each other forever nope no nope. but we know each other as we are very thoroughly exactly yeah so i, I get the i'd take it as a compliment really oh yeah, yeah, yeah. no for sure yeah. it's not the width it's the depth that's beautiful, Jen. Or does that make sense? It's not the length, it's the depth. There, that, it's that makes... the girth of your friendship <laughs> that really... How do you measure the girth of your friendship? <laughs> With a tape measure. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, Jen, do you want to bring it home on the last point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, do it. So, except that this person has made it very clear, repeatedly... That he is either no longer interested or incapable of maintaining friendship with you. Try to accept it. Train, quick question. Do you think this this also applies to the girlfriend in the situation, right? Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, ultimately, her loyalties are going to lie with her boyfriend. Right. I do think that the asker can still be friends with the girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Like, I oh, don't see yeah, why yeah. not. Yeah. If you are having a similar problem keeping in touch with the girlfriend, then it might be time to let go of the entire situation. Good. Yes. Good call. If this strains your friendship with the girlfriend, then you need to back off from the girlfriend, too. Yeah. And it makes sure that. uh, So one thing that I'm afraid of uh, in this situation is that the girlfriend seems to be a willing go between all the time for her uh, boyfriend. Yeah. It's like there's some weird nebulous gray area they're they're existing in because it says she doesn't like confrontation. But they're still talking. Right. The girlfriend is still kind of being the uh, the the voice of her boyfriend occasionally. Yeah. So I think that it would be prudent and kind of you to give that girlfriend just a little bit of space and make sure that she's not there managing the friendship between you and the boyfriend. She's not the social media manager of right. this friendship. Because you know how women are required to do it ton of emotional labor for people yeah and how they just naturally just do it right they just pick up where other people leave off and just like start being the go-between or the organizer or the voice or the person who sends the text like women just naturally do that you might not want to keep being friends with her if she reminds you of your friendship with uh the guy in question yeah it might just be too weird yeah sometimes shit gets too weird yeah i mean you guys have a really tangled history there was a crush a, just like a rich tapestry of 
of drama. Drama. Yeah. <laughs> you don't listen, Asker, you don't need to put up with all of this garbage. You yeah. can find a garbage free friend. For real. Take time to hurt and to like let this heal over. Because yeah. this sucks, and we're not going to pretend it doesn't suck. You should make new friends now. Jen, what I think is going to happen mm-hmm. is that we gave a lot of really good advice. I mean, yeah. Always. I mean, standard, I would yeah. say. Yeah. And I think this is going to be helpful for a lot of people who are trying to cope with friendships ending and really realizing and picking up signals for when that happens. However, hmm. I think the asker is going to be pissed at us. I think that is likely. Because the asker is like, I came to you. To heal my friendship. And we'll, when we're like, no. It's beyond repair. Yeah. So I want to say another thing to the asker is that I want, again, you did everything right. Blah, blah, blah. Here's, here's the, the thing. This is the main thing. Yes. This is not indicative of your worth as a friend. And I'm afraid that when people have friendships that end or people who don't want to talk to them, etc., it's like somebody unfollowing you on Twitter. It's like somebody doesn't want to pick up what you're throwing down anymore. It's like someone is looking at you and saying, no. Yeah. Human beings are so much more complicated than that. And fickle and complex and have a whole world of needs. There was a dude who I couldn't be friends with because he reminded me way too much of another dude that I hated. There was nothing wrong with dude. It just brought up bad memories. Right. Like, I just couldn't do it. Think of all the people you don't want to be friends with. Right. And, like, it's not because you hate them. Right. It's just people don't gel. You might just not have time Yeah. for another friend. And time can mean a lot of things. Energy. Yeah. Time can mean, like, your schedule's full, or it can mean I don't have the wherewithal to maintain this. I can't prioritize you at this time. Right. Right. We're off the notes now. Oh, we're into we're into unfamiliar territory. So what we usually do is we sit down for a little while right before we record the podcast and take some notes. We've run out of notes and now we're in uncharted territory. Dun dun. We dun, just dun, leapt dun. off the side of the boat and the water is choppy. Fair enough. So the last bit that didn't make it into our notes but is incredibly important is to not project the end of this friendship onto your other friendships or your ability to make other friendships. This ended your value is not coming down. Your worth, you're not any more worthwhile of love and friendship. It's just that this one, this guy. This one person on the entire earth, the friendship didn't work out with them. And I know that this person is important to you, but they're not the most important person on the entire planet. You know who is? Who? Joe Biden. God, yes. I bet Joe Biden would want to be friends with you. Daddy of America. Obama would want to be friends with you. Think of all the cool people that want to be friends with you. Actually, to tell you the truth, I'm certain Obama does not have time for more friends. True that. I think he's he's probably closed off. Like his his slots are full of friends, and he's like, no more. I can't handle. I can't handle anymore. Biden, though, he'll always be there with a high five. Share an ice cream cone with. Yeah. So, in conclusion, here we go. Here we go. We're wrapping it up, just like your friendship. <laughs> <laughs> when you are wrapping up the end of your friendship when you're trying to close off the the unfinished business one let go of your need to explain yourself try and 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 wrap that up on your own time Two, accept that there are other people in the world who are compatible with you c accept that you don't need buddies from college you really don't you don't need to check all those boxes four 
except that this person has made <laughs> C4. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Got it. Has made very clear that they're no longer capable of maintaining friendship with you. And then that is okay. Take time to hurt and to heal. Second to the last is take time <laughs> to hurt and to heal. And the rounding of the cap, number six. Why did I make this I don't. You made a great gesture that I wish I, I can't even describe it. It looked like you were reaching down into the belly of a shark. Yeah. No, this is what it was. Cool. It looked like you were reaching to grab a puppet off of the <laughs> ground. And now you're like manipulating it with your fingers. Yeah, you're the puppet master. I'm doing weird things with my fingers. Yep. And I'm here to say. <laughs> I, <laughs> fuck, I forgot what I was saying. Oh, um, just because you lost one fr- friendship doesn't mean that you are not a valuable and worthwhile person. And it doesn't mean that you're incapable of making other friendships. doesn't even mean that you're bad at friendship or a bad friend. It doesn't even mean that. Again, you have really good friendship skills. You did a bunch of things correctly. But yeah. just because you did everything right doesn't mean that things are going to turn out the way you wanted them to. That sucks. Yeah. The unfairness of life. Ding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I know we're giggling, but I need to be really clear that we feel for the asker here. I know. If they made it this far, which I doubt it. I, I think they probably dropped their iPhone or whatever device they're using to listen to this right into the toilet. And Yeah. They're like, nope, dropped it right in the toilet. <laughs> and I don't blame you. I don't. I don't, I don't like give, receiving advice that I don't like either. <laughs> yeah. No, I totally agree with you. But hopefully in a few weeks, you'll feel a little better, have a little distance and perspective. And you'll hit that subscribe button again. <laughs> and leave us a review <laughs> of one star. Bad yeah. advice would not friend again. Fair. You know, you're entitled. I'm not, you know what I'm not going to do? I'm not going to reach out to this asker and no. be like, Mm-mm. are you, hey, I saw that you unsubscribed. Hey, hey, why are you closing the door? Wow. Hey, come back. Hey. Oh, God. Because we have many other listeners. <laughs> we are, this doesn't make us less worthy of friendship and listeners. <laughs> we deserve all the listens. <laughs> uh, so this has been Friendshiping with Jen and Trin, unfortunately. And we're not going to apologize for anything we just said. No, we stand by it. Yeah. Uh, if you would like to follow us on Twitter, you can. You can follow us at... Or Doof- unfollow us, if the case may be, for one listener in particular. And we won't judge you either way. Yeah. At Do Friendship on Twitter. If you would like to ask us a question and have us just shit on you for a half hour, <laughs> you can uh, ask us at ask.fm slash do friendship. Uh, and I had a wonderful time today, Jen. I did too. Yeah. That was really nice. Thank you for listening. You're welcome for talking. Do friendship at the bar.